Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Locked on Flames. I am your host, Jess Belmosto, and I hope you are having a fantastic Tuesday. So today I thought that we could go over some updates from the league and go over uh, first round draft picks who attended college and went on. Well, maybe we'll see. But not all of them ended up making it in the NHL, but just uh, the draft Flames draft picks who attended college. <laughs> I thought that I was going to have an easier time with this, but unfortunately I did not. So I guess we're just going <laughs> to figure out a way to make this work. So today we're just doing the first round. Um, like I said, we'll do some updates. We are a day closer to hockey returning So we are thankful for that. I hope that you're all having a wonderful day. I spent the day working from home and it's sunny out. So it's, it's a good day. Uh, so let's jump right into these updates today. The NHL held its conference with the general managers, uh, really just a general update and some ground coverage ground covered from yesterday's board of governors call gms had a lot of questions draft combine lottery playoff schedule free agency but the league had few answers at this stage uh it's too early which i think is understandable because well we are only 10 days into this and i don't think that we are close to that curve that they talk about flattening so while we wait for that to happen we have to get creative on how to enjoy our time without hockey. <laughs> uh, but the Canadian Hockey League called off the remainder of QMJHL, OHL, and WHL hockey seasons, including playoffs. And Memorial Cup will not be awarded. Uh, you know, this is unfortunate. I think that we are going to see this more and more. Um, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what else could possibly be canceled at this point besides the Stanley Cup playoffs. So we're going to hope it doesn't come to that. But unfortunately, this is less time for these young guys to develop and have a chance to prove their worth, whether that be getting a call up for next season or having a strong chance to, um, you know, make a push for the next step. (laughs) Sorry, I was at a loss for words for a second there. And this is unfortunate because you never know, um, what the off season leads to and things like that. Um, you know, just wishing all of those guys and the staff the best of luck um, so today, Emily Kaplan from ESPN, who does hockey coverage, um, broke a story about the NHL temporarily cutting pay in the league office. So, uh, I thought that we could go over the story so you're not getting bits and pieces and obviously hear my feedback. The NHL is temporarily cutting the pay of league office employees by 25%. 
The league confirmed that salaries will be reduced across the board starting April 1st. What a sick April Fool's Day joke. I know it's not a joke, but like, that's messed up. The NHL season has been on pause since March 12th because of the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. According to the source, according to sources, the NHL is hoping that the temporary pay cut among league office employees will prevent layoffs during this uncertain time. There were three and a half weeks remaining in the regular season when the play was suspended. The NHL has been modeling several different options on how to complete the season, if at all possible. Teams have been told to look into building availability throughout the summer. For now, the players have been told to self-isolate at their homes until at least March 27th. Which, I just... um, I I don't know. There's still more to this article, but I am so frustrated right now because, you know, these jobs are how people pay their bills. Like, I get it. Like, they definitely make more money than the concession stand workers and the ushers and, you know, the people scanning your tickets, but this job is their livelihood and it's just so frustrating that these billion dollar, these billionaires just don't want to pay their employees when they could sacrifice the money, but it's not even sacrificing. Like they're literally giving money to, they were already going to pay. Anyways, on Monday, the New Jersey Devils became the first known NHL team to be subject to pay cut while the season is on pause. The sport and entertainment group that owns the Philadelphia 76ers and the Devils notified salaried full-time employees that they would be subject to temporary pay cuts up to 20% and would be moving to a four-day work week. But on Tuesday, ownership for the teams came out and said that after listening to our staff and players, it's clear that that decision was wrong. We have reserved we have reversed it and will be paying these employees their full salary. Okay. Well, this also came out after the news that Joel Embiid um, was also donating $500,000 to these workers. So again, just damage control. <laughs> just damage control. The NHL has reiterated that it doesn't want to do anything to compromise the 2020-21 season. Commissioner Gary Bettman told ESPN's Get Up last week that he believed that under the current circumstances, the league can go later than we've ever gone. How late is a good question, Bettman said. What we want to make sure of is that we don't do anything from this season that might impact next season and having the normalcy it's supposed to have. Okay, he goes on to just ramble. This is a very hard concept to grasp I feel like um so please buckle up your seat belts you know take a deep breath make sure you're sitting down before I say this but um any implications on the remainder of the season so say if it goes until July um or August that's gonna have a domino effect for seasons to follow and this is like it's like when you stay up until 1 o'clock in the morning and then you sleep until noon the next day and then you're up until 3 a.m. and then you sleep till noon the next day. Like, It's a vicious cycle that takes a lot to be broken and I don't understand how you're going to break this cycle without sacrificing the player's health and well-being, um, without taking 
a bigger revenue loss. And I really just don't think that it's going to be possible to make this happen. Like, I don't want to say, oh, it's impossible for the NHL to resume this season. But I just don't know how it's possible when we don't see an end date for, like, there's no date set in stone for when this virus is going away and when it's going to be, quote unquote, safe to, you know, re-enter the public setting with around 18,000 other people. You know what I mean? But I do hope that um, there there is a way to finish the season because it would just be an absolute shame for the season to end the way that it did. It just, but it'd be a really big wake up call, I feel like. But I digress. Uh, if you think that the Flames general office and everything is going to continue to pay their, I just, I don't know. I, I have an issue with how these billionaires are handling uh, paying their, are not paying um, part-time employees. And then to just, you know, go ahead and take away more people's livelihoods. It's just, it's just a slap in the face, I feel like. But anyways, <laughs> we're going to move on um, to the segment I want to call Calgary Flames first round draft picks who went to college. I know that has such an amazing ring to it. I know, like who would have thought? But so we're going from 1985 all the way up to 2012. But I promise like there's not that many. <laughs> I think there's like six on here. So 1985's uh, 17th overall draft pick was Chris Biotti. He attended Harvard and never saw a day in the NHL. Yes, he never saw a day in the NHL. And the 19th pick overall in 1987 was Brian Deasley out of Michigan. He played in the IHL with the Salt Lake Golden Eagles and then jumped to the AHL for a season with 20 points in 37 games. So these first two guys never saw the NHL. Uh, <laughs> and that might be a theme for these guys. Uh, 1988, 21st overall draft pick. Jason Mazzotti out of Michigan State. Ooh, I wish I had like cool sound effects. I'm sorry. I'm so annoying. But uh, he, he jumped between the IHL and the NHL and AHL before going over to play hockey in Italy. That's pretty cool. I like that. <laughs> I, I would like to play hockey over in Italy. But uh, he spent two seasons with Calgary and played in two games. And had uh, one win. Yes, one. So, congrats. <laughs> the 14th overall draft pick in 2001 was, was Chuck Kobescu. He played for Boston College. He spent four years with the Flames and had 71 points in 210 games played. So, you know, I think... That's it's decent. It's just um, kind of a shame that we're seeing like kind of a trend where these 
players don't spend a lot of time in the NHL or any time in the NHL. But yes, um, I'll go into a deeper analysis after. But the 10th overall pick in the 2002 draft was Eric Nystrom out of Michigan. He spent four years out of his 10-year career with the Flames. He had 39 points in 204 games with a career-high 21 points in 2016 with the Nashville Predators. Uh, Chris Chucko was the 24th pick in the 2004 draft out of Minnesota. His NHL career lasted two games with the Flames. Yes, two games. But this name is going to sound familiar to many of us. 2011, I mean, sorry, 2012's uh, draft pick, 21st overall, was Mark Jankowski. He's been in the NHL since 2016, and he's had 64 points in 209 games. So I know that this is a small sample size, but, um, you know, obviously, like, just going to break it down, like, round by round for you. I think that's what we're going to do. But it just goes to show you how hard it actually is to meet the milestones and get to where you need to be in order to be at an NHL level. I think that, you know, you're playing with guys your age in college and growing up, but then you're playing with guys nearly twice your age when you enter the NHL or really when you're drafted. So I think it's important to remember that not every single draft pick is going to grow up and be the next Connor McDavid. He's not going to be, you know, uh, Johnny, Johnny Gaudreau and things like that. Like he's gonna, um, just like, there's no guarantee. And it's so unfortunate to see players, you know, spend their entire lives, dedicated to the game and them just never have a fulfilling NHL career. So instead of being depressing, I figured, you know, we could end today's show uh, with some positivity. But um, the freshly signed Carson Pullman was named NCHC Defensive Defenseman of the Year. So congratulations, Carson. It's very exciting, and we look forward to your success and, or, you know, your next steps on this lovely endeavor with the Flames organization. Thank you, everybody, so much for tuning in to today's episode of Locked on Flames, and I think that you should go ahead and head over to your smart device and Ask it to play uh, Locked On NHL. Get a feel for what's going on around the league and on our national show. So thank you everybody again for and have a wonderful Tuesday.